Welcome to the cage, you seasoned vets and rookie fight fans, to your tightest coverage of the UFC and all things mixed martial arts. The purest, best of sport you can follow. This is Better Fight Cast. <laughs> Leading today's schooling, like usual, is Joe Neubauer, our resident MMA historian who's been living and breathing the fight since he was a kid scouring video store shelves for Pride VHS tapes at Jono's MMA. So this week we had boomerangs, felony assault charges, and the reevaluation of what constitutes a money fight. Let's chat, shall we? To help me bridge the gap between fans new and old, Gabrielle Tambellan is somewhere between a fight historian and a rookie like myself at Gabby underscore T. What up, guys? I am Matt Krogamo Jr., credentialed writer, personal trainer, and student of comedy, exploring how to maximize the human experience at Matthew J. Better. Here all of us also on Better Health and World, where we dig into the health, behavior, comedy, and culture of what it is to be a human animal. Get that and this on iTunes or SoundCloud. And now, let us delve together into this glorious, inspiring combat. Joe, what should we know? Well, this week, I'm just going to start right there with the pay-per-view event that's slowly but surely starting to come together. Let's go right to UFC 219, the mm. year-end event. This thing's about, I want to say now, like 40 days away, a little over a month. It's usually a big event. Last year was headlined, but of course, Ronda Rousey there and Amanda Nunez. There are narratives, but... Uh... Well, last week, we didn't know who the main event was going to be because we heard Connor was getting pulled because of his incident in the Bellator in Ireland, but we heard... But Connor was not necessarily definite for it anyway. It's sort of like was. a fake slap on the wrist. They told Mike Musilli or Matt Musilli, I can't remember his first name, that Connor was slated for this event, mm. and they're taking it away from him because of what happened. So they say. So they say, It's exactly. a good way to take care of it. But there has been a title fight made official for UFC 219. Some would say. Yes. The first title fight finally official for UFC 219, who I believe will eventually be the main event as they're running out of options. Holly Holm versus Chris Cyborg Santos is finally official. It hasn't been announced as the main event, but it is the official title fight for UFC 219 so far. Why wouldn't it already be the main event? Because Only because on their website they have a 2BA versus TBA. Yeah. On there. They just don't have it officially announced as the main To event be decided yet. versus to be announced or something? Yes. Yeah. They don't have it officially nice. announced as the headliner. I very, very easily believe that this thing could be the headliner. Mm. Finally, this fight's came together. They're Finally. keeping their options open. It is the end of the year card. It's supposed to be like, boom. I think this is that. It, can you name I, me? I mean, I'm surprised that more people aren't excited about Holly Holm versus Chris Cyborg. Can you name it me a better like woman's fight? It seems like people aren't, like, it seems like people are still like, well, who's going to be TBD versus DBA? Like, I personally think people Holly are too Holm spoiled. versus Chris Cyborg? That's it's going to be I a good fight. Think. A, I think us as UFC fight. fans, we are spoiled. Mm -hmm. Because that is a legit main event. Easily. The best fight in the The reason I think people arts. are reserved about it is because they're worried it's not going to happen. That's sort of what's holding me up for being super excited about this fight. Is like I'm still like, <gasps> are these two really going to fight each other? Is I mean, really that happen? that is a legit concern. I'm not going to deny anybody. That's the only reason I don't want this to... That. That I think... I, I, I don't know if I've heard anybody else say this, but I think that might be why this isn't already the main event. I don't know. Or are they, I mean... I the only fight I could see being bigger... Well, of course, Connor was pulled off the card. Hmm. They're talking about putting Tony Ferguson in there. And then, of course, the rumors last week were true. Hmm. They are trying to make Tyron Woodley versus Nate Diaz for the welterweight title at UFC 219. Woodley has already accepted the terms. He's waiting on Diaz. Diaz still has not accepted the terms. And now the most recent thing I've heard out of the Diaz camp is, unless I'm getting paid at least $15 million, I'm not taking this fight. Mm. And is I'm he worth seventy five percent Connor or something? I don't know. Well, Connor made a hundred million his last fight against Mayweather. Well, what so, about the fight against Diaz? I don't know. A mm. lot, at least twenty, probably, probably about twenty million. That's what I'm talking about. He you wants know, I mean, to be, sure he he wants to be seventy percent Connor in the octagon. That's fair. 
So with this Diaz-Woodley fight looking like a reality, what does constitute a money fight? Is this the definition? I believe so. I believe this is the absolute definition of a money fight if you really break it down and look at it. Now, I've been a very big stickler for Endeavor, W-M-E-I-M-G, whatever mm. you want to call it nowadays. It, it is Endeavor. I'm going to respect them and call it Endeavor, but I just don't think people really have called on yet. This is the first week I've really seen the media call it Endeavor. Yeah, I've heard that. Way. I've heard that. I've caught that. I, I was the first one, I think, about a month ago that said this. Like, yep. you know, they changed their name, isn't it, right? Isn't every letter stand for something? Isn't I feel like they're all capital. Isn't Endeavor a big acronym? You're just screaming off Endeavor. <laughs> You're just it just comes out. It's ellipses everywhere. It looks weird that that the baddest sport in the planet, the most violent, the most you know, the, the most the most consequences given at any given moment in the sport that is so bloodthirsty that the people that own it is named Endeavor. Mm. Just sounds kind of weird. But with that being said, this is the first time I got to say this is the definition of a money fight, and this is what they're trying to do. They're trying to create a money fight to create a lot of buzz and a lot of popularity. Now, the reason I say it's a money fight because there's no other reason why I could believe that it's being even discussed. Nobody ever said, hey, Nate Diaz needs to come back and fight Tyron Woodley, or I want to see Woodley fight Nate Diaz. Nate Diaz is a 155-pounder. This Mm. is something completely from left field, in my opinion. Yeah. But they need another champion. Uh, of course, this is what happens every time they book two pay-per-views in one month. And in December, they have two pay-per-views and a Fox event. And a Fox event is supposed to be better than a fight night. I mean, this card really could have used Robbie Lawler versus Rafael Dos Anjos, right? If they didn't have that big Fox card just a week before. Is that on a fight night in December? That's on a Fox event in December, yes. And then you also oh, have... Fox- and then you also have the pay-per-view wow. in the beginning of the month. Wow, that's a good fight. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they got – UFC has a lot of fights. Like I said, I'm not burying 219 yet. Ooh. I love it with home versus cyborg. And I'll break the yeah. card down in just yeah. a minute. Yeah, But if you really want to sit there and think about what a money fight means now, Kobe Covington should be fighting Tyron Woodley, period. I mean, they're going back and forth. Kobe Covington is pushing really hard for this fight. I feel like he's the number one contender. He's ranked number three. He just went into Brazil and beat the guy who just fought the champion in Damian Maia and beat him convincingly, more convincingly than the champ did. And he's keeping exactly. narratives alive. And he's 5-0 and in his last five fights. He's on a five-fight win streak. The guy deserves his crack. There's nothing nobody can say. Now, you can say Tyron Woodley is ducking Kobe, but... In Tyron Willie's defense, if I was him, the man does still have a torn labrum. If he fights Colby Covington, is that really going to bring the type of pop or money Who's to Who's got a torn labrum? Uh, Tyron Woodley. Well, doesn't he have to wait either way? No. See, here's the thing. He can fight with the torn labrum. He's going to suck it up and do it and roll through the injuries. But Colby Covington's fighting style it will, make him, will make that more of a weakness? No, I just think he, he Colby Covington doesn't sell as many pay-per-views. You put Tyron Woodley versus Nate Diaz because of Nate Diaz's association with Conor McGregor because of the yeah, the heights well, of popularity that. he has. Yeah, where does the torn labrum fit in? Well, the reason Ty, well because you could easily put Colby Covington versus Tyron Woodley if Tyron Woodley's willing to fight Nate Diaz and Nate Diaz say no, why not just throw Colby in there and fight Tyron Woodley? And yeah, now. The reason being, and this is why I'm bringing up the money fight, Colby Covington is not going to move as many units. He's no. not going to sell as many pay-per-views. I don't even know how much home versus cyborg is going to do I mean, he's doing his work to get there, but he's not there yet. Nate Diaz is kind of the pop star name you need yep. to move the units. Now, yep. and that's why I'm saying this is a money fight, and I actually agree with Tyron here. In order to fight Colby Covington, he needs that shoulder fixed. Because he's not going to make nearly as much money as he is Nate Diaz. So he's going to make money whether he wins or loses versus Diaz. So the torn labrum is not an issue. Exactly. He's going to make the most money possible. Diaz is one of the few names in the game that's going to move the margin. Yes. And I can't, as much as I want to crap. He wants the fight against Covington to be Covington more guaranteed. And wait, yes. yeah. Because he can, he's at, not at the very least, he risk. can have a boring, methodical. Well, I mean, it couldn't be worse than his last two fights. Right. But no, he doesn't want to take the risk without making 
that type of money. Right. Diaz is one of them. He'll do it for yep. GSP. Yep. Yep. He said he'll do it yep. for Nick Diaz. And, of course, he'll do it for Conor McGregor. Yep. So I, I kind of get where he's coming from, even though it is so messed up. And hey, man, that is if the you're the champion, the you got to work that system. I, I feel you. I feel you. Why don't you just wait to let it heal then and just fight who he should fight? Because the UFC because is approaching him desperate for a main event for 219. So Nate, Nate Diaz. Diaz is his best answer. He yes. can't count on Conor. But I, I just don't see how – I understand Nate Diaz is that pop star. He's gonna. I'm sure he's going to push a lot of units. But I just don't see how that's fair to pull somebody that's in a different weight class. To and fight. it's not. And, and this is where fair. I go. It's, but so I don't what understand. What equals Why better Nate, long term? Exactly. Nate Diaz hasn't even been fighting. He's been turning down turning down fights. What gives him the right to have the privilege privilege of getting a main event and trying to make a lot of money like that when you have people that have been fighting consistently that deserve to be there day, more than him? At the end of the day, Gabby underscore T, at the end of the day, if Nate Diaz signed that dotted line, more eyeballs, more people, more money, more revenue, more everything towards the UFC. More people are going to sit down and watch the Nate Diaz versus Tyron Woodley fight for $60 on pay-per-view, $70 in high def, than they are for the Colby Covington versus Tyron Woodley. I agree 100% with you. But it's just the way it the is. The purity of the sport versus PPV sales. I don't think – so I think it is going to make a difference, but I don't think it's going to make that much of a difference just because I don't think Tyron Woodley's as popular – that he's, he's not, not. You're that, right. He's not. So it, but think, you know who is? Nate Diaz is. I don't think Nate My man Diaz, Nate. He's not. My man Nate is. He's that popular. He's yeah. going to move that pay-per-view revenue. Yeah. yeah. He does. He moves the margin. He's He's got to be one of the biggest non-Connor factors up there. If not number he's two. He's Connor's biggest rival. If not number I two. I just think that yeah. either way, it's not going to make that much money with Tyron, with Tyron Woodley being... The main, like, I disagree. The I actually do. Because here's the thing. As much I as I want to take a dump on it, as much as I don't like it, and I do agree with you, man, Colby Covington is next in line no matter what. Nothing else should happen. But if they did sell Nate Diaz versus Tyron Woodley, I'm going to watch. I so you think that you think Nate Diaz is not that big of a jump from Colby Covington, no matter who's fighting I mean, Tyron Woodley as far see, as pay-per-view sales? I think so, because I think I'd actually have to see what Nate Diaz does outside I of I think that we would all appreciate that here being MMA Hardcore purists. fans believe think, it, yes. yes. I think the hardcore I would fans, much rather, I, part of me would much rather see Colby Covington versus Tyron Woodley. Especially mm-hmm. because yes. Tyron, hardcore fans would love it. Yes. But... We also the kitchen have, countertops. What's going to get you to the kitchen yeah. countertops? Nate Diaz. We also, we also just had, what, 6 million people buy the Mayweather-McGregor Probably. fight and everybody really thought McGregor was going to win? It just shows you where we're at, guys. I mean, it doesn't matter. Name value matters in this sport. It's just the way it is. I hate it. Um, you know, things like this spark, and here's the thing, if you do book Tyron Woodley versus Nate Diaz, I would also think with this Ali Expansion Act coming up, trying to bring unions and the Ali Act to MMA, mm. this is going to help feed that. This is a great point to that be made for That doesn't sound them. very likely. Well, I just don't see it doing that big of numbers in general. I just don't think Tyron Woodley's that much of a draw. I just think he's... I think he would against Diaz. I think he's just much... Out of all of the champions, he's just one of the more weaker ones as far as who's going to pull, you know, money in. He's just not, to me, very popular. I think it's because a lot to do with his attitude. And this is just showing even more because he's just... I think he just been... He turns down fights. He's trying to make the money fights. But you've got to be the one to bring the money. And he's not bringing the money. wait, wait. Right now, Wait, who are you saying is not? He's saying Tyron Woodley, but Tyron Woodley has champ, so he brings the money no matter what. He hasn't turned down any fights. He is kind of turning down Colby, but like I said, this is the state of the game. He didn't want to fight. Look, that's the leverage you got. Created this. It's a leverage you got. He's playing the game. Being holding that belt is the only leverage you have over the people who run the whole ship. Didn't he? The whole series of ships. So I he, hold nothing yeah. against Tyron Woodley holding out for the biggest payday or any champ in any way. But he did class. fight Stephen Thompson twice. Did he, he did fight Damian Maya. He did now, his work. Colby Covington is next. Didn't, wasn't there issues? It doesn't those? matter. Didn't did he, he did up, he get he any octagon? Did he get any octagon? It doesn't matter. And At the end of the day, you can put up a fight and speak your mind, and you're allowed to. But he got the octagon. He wanted to make sure he won. And don't blame all that Stephen Wonderboy Thompson and Tyron Woodley fight just the Woodley. Stephen Thompson was the one that didn't go in that fight in general. I'm just saying he in the first place he didn't want to fight. He didn't want to give Thompson that 
rematch at first. But he did. He did. In it, a, it, look, shoulda, woulda, could. I just don't like. I don't like. I don't. He did do it. Him, appreciate him as that. I get that, and I respect that. A lot of people don't like Tyron Woodley. I'm one of the few that actually do. Okay. Um, I just say that's why he be kind of boring, and you want him to go out more and like take more risks and make a more enter- entertaining product for mm-hmm. for yeah. us. Like I get that. Yeah, I will definitely say me being a har- like you know now becoming a very hardcore fan with MMA. I appreciate the you hate uh, someone making like lawyer decisions. In yeah, the I just well, I also I'd like I the rivalry you. that's kind of coming with. I think because Tyron Woodley doesn't want to fight Colby Covington, he doesn't well, appreciate. It's like, just I would love down. to see that fight too. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. Well, the thing is, Tyron Woodley's saying Colby Covington hasn't done enough. Now with the numbers, Colby has. Now, we'll say Colby well, Covington what? is 8-1 in the UFC. He's on a five-fight win streak. You do know Tyron Woodley. I want to say he's... I got to look up his record, but Colby Covington's record is better than his. And when Tyron Woodley got the title shot, he was only off of a two-fight win streak. And what is Tyron what? Woodley had one of the weakest title shots given to him ever in the history of mixed martial arts. He really was given an opportunity. I don't know how... The, in a day and age where I've always seen the UFC never keep their word... From? He okay. took it from Robbie Lawler. Okay. Mm. And he got it because two guys didn't make weight. The only thing, other thing I'm going to say, too, is I think this is kind of a, would be, like, this is a very short-term, you know, decision for the UFC, them trying to, like, in the short-term, trying to make a fight. But don't you, I mean, what everybody wants to really see is going to be Conor McGregor versus, you know, Nate Diaz. And why are you going to put Nate Diaz as a whole That would be nice. Why, why are you going to put him in a whole other weight class to possibly win the belt, and then he's got to defend the belt, and then you're not going to well, get Well, I think they're Conor trying McGregor. to pull a rabbit out of the hat, because if it is true, and I actually am, do believe the UFC was looking at Conor and Tony for the end of this year. Mm-hmm. I, I really do. Before mm-hmm. Connor did that, I really do think that was the main event because they wouldn't be scrambling like this. God, yeah, well, that's what Why I'm saying, though. Like, that? sometimes I think they make these oh, short-term decisions to try to fill spots, but I think that they, looking in the long term, I mean, of course I want to see, I do want to see Connor McGregor versus Tony Ferguson because I think that is the legit fight you have to make. Mm-hmm. But I think eventually down the road we do want to see, you know, Connor Diaz <sighs> three, and I just think What if it had to be one or the other and Connor retired? <laughs> I'm sorry, like to. I just, Connor's now talking. He's not even gonna fight till like April or, or summer. All right. I just pretend I didn't ask. Let's just roll. <laughs> well, I mean, we'll the only question I have is if you're willing to make this, and if Tony Ferguson is already lacing up to get in there for this year-end event, why not try to do Diaz versus Tony Ferguson for the rights to fight Connor next? Ooh, that's the one that makes that. the most that, sense to me. That makes more sense. Now I get it. Diaz is try, kind of like jumping the line and lightweight, but really, who's behind him in line? Khabib. I know me and my brothers, the MMA Insomniac and John Man Five Thousand, went at it today. lined up with somebody, and we're all got our fingers crossed, and we're not holding our breath mm-hmm. for that fight to happen. Well, my thing is with Tony and Khabib is actually I'm hearing Khabib was offered Tony Ferguson, and Tony Ferguson turned it down. <laughs> and do you blame him? No, that's my I don't question. Blame him. With no, Tony Ferguson, how many times did that fight fall through? Like, I would love to see Khabib versus Tony. Well, that's a fight that would have made us all excited, and now it makes us all sigh. Yes. I, I was I was excited for it. Oh, Until the so day before right. March, uh, UFC 211, or, mm. yeah, I think it was 211, something like that. Mm. 209. It was 209. You have it tattooed on your back. Here, one of us will take a, take a look real yeah. quick and tell you <laughs> which pay-per-view. And now is. I got a salt shaker on top of it. <laughs> pouring salt down because I'm still salty about what happened in March. I'm still mad. I'm still mad at Khabib. I love Khabib Nurmagomedov. Listen to me say his last name. You Nurmagomedov. I think we have to see Look him. that name up. There's a 98% chance that's every syllable correct. I think we want to see him fight one more time in a I have to see him. I need to see him fight maybe twice. This guy's pulled out of a lot of fights due to injury. When's the last fight he fought? Losing, missing weight. What is it? What's his last fight? He fought in Madison Square Garden against Michael Johnson. How long ago? It's been a little over a year now. Okay, so just, since the Ferguson fight fell through? That was March. And then we, he was supposed to get that interim lightweight title fight against Tony Ferguson in March. And Khabib missed weight so bad. Remember, he couldn't even fight at a catch weight. But he's fought since he missed the weight? No. No. Okay, so he still That's hasn't what I'm fought saying. since. I think, no. he, I think okay. he does need to fight because okay. I think he needs okay. to. I can't trust that as a main event. I don't blame I, the UFC. That's what I thought. I wanted to make sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I, I just you need, don't. You need to see him fight at least one or two more times just to 
kind of remind everybody of who he is and also see that he's going to be able to make weight at least those yeah mm-hmm. Khabib and Daniel once. Cormier well, at least once once <laughs> once would satisfy me well if he once. comes out here's the thing if With Khabib capital W once <laughs> we do have short term memories okay mm. Khabib comes out in December 30th he's fighting Edson Barbosa which is a fantastic fight yes. by the way yes he's coming out That's to exciting. fight Edson Barbosa on December 30th already. My thing is, first of all, as Tony Ferguson, why would you not chase Connor right now if that fight is still in your wheelhouse? Even mm-hmm. if you have to wait four months, five months, six yeah, months. I that is Connor. the fight. That is the leprechaun you need to catch. That's the retirement fight. <laughs> yeah. He needs this to is, wait for if that. I, if I only make one more and... If I'm in, if I'm in this sport, I'm playing like. And he's the a next champion. Fight could be the last. It's an interim belt, but he's still champion. He gets pay per view points. He's going to get the biggest payday of his life against Connor. Mm-hmm. You chase that. You do. Not, first of all, you do not go against Khabib again when you showed up in March ready to throw down for a world title. No. You don't do it. This no. is the, they booked that fight three no. times. I have moved on. Like I said, me and my brothers argued about this, and they're like, "No, Khabib, Tony, go ahead and book it again." And no. I'm like, "No, no, 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 no. <laughs> they're no. wrong." And why would you I... put Khabib right back into a title shot contention? No. He doesn't deserve it after no. what he did. My thing with the UFC and people in it nowadays, people need to be held responsible for their actions. Yes. Whether it's missing weight and ruining events, pros, they're bro. You need to out be more of the prepared. octagon stuff they do. Your pros. You're, you're, I mean, you're a professional. You need to be more prepared. You need to be able to get into that octagon, especially when it's a title Now, fight. I'm waiting especially. to see what happens to Conor McGregor, but like I said, for his actions, what he did in Bellator, I'm still a little upset with him. I feel like he should be suspended a year. Has he? Has anything come up for that yet at all? No. No. I haven't well, heard look, anything. You, there was a dis- you don't really want him to be suspended for the year. If I don't, is- but what's right? But what is right? Okay, if he is suspended for a year, ultimately it affects every fighter in the UFC. So it affects the sport. They, but the sport doesn't deserve it, even if he does. At the same time, so at that point, I almost—I mean, I feel you because I, I have—I I do have such that strong sense of justice. Yeah. And I don't want people to get away with stuff just because they're in the one percent and then got fur line Bugattis. But like I don't want I don't want to see Connor we, we, like we've already years. gone a year without him in the eight sided ring. And public opinion, no matter how mad you are about what he did, even the purest of the pure, they don't want to see the sport suffer as much as it would if he had to spend another twelve months. Oh. Outside of an eight-sided ring. I agree. I think they need to find that balance of they do need to discipline him, but they need to find the balance of disciplining him as well as not hurting themselves in the process and not, you know. My only thing is, and I love Conor McGregor. I don't want to see him suspended a year. I want to see him back in that octagon ASAP. Is the selfish side of me because I love watching that guy fight. I love what he brings to the table when he gets into a fight. I love watching his press conferences. Same I love everything about him. Or something. But the man needs to be humbled for what he did at Bellator. He does. He needs to be humbled. Yeah. Somehow, some way. Accountability. I mean, Accountability breeds he needs to be truth. For. He was yeah. knocking over a concussed fighter. Oh whether God, you, you never even should and have an been official in that cage. And uh, I mean, come on, guy. What are we talking about here? Nah. Look, I, I'm the biggest Conor McGregor mm. fan, just like you are. He was at way, and way. I'm like Chow Sonnen. I think I said it before, Chow Sonnen. Way out of line. But I'm with Chow Sonnen. Was there drinking involved? Because it's the only thing that really makes sense to me. He seemed like he was drunk. I've heard his apology was not very satisfying. I didn't either. find it very, but hey, so whatever. Look, the, Connor, I so love you. The, but so the apology negates negates whether or not there the drinking mm-hmm. was a factor. Yeah, you're From not what invincible. I hear. Yeah, you're not invincible. Yeah, I don't know what they could do, but yeah, like I said, I mean, we don't want to see him away for that long. But he does need to be, you know, there needs to be some kind of discipline there for what he did. So with UFC 219 and what we have right now, here's my question. Because I'm looking at the card, and everybody's crying like this isn't that great of a card, and I completely disagree with what they have already. But what about the Holly Holm versus Chris Cyborg? Is that not a money fight? I think people are – I think they're just worried it's not going to happen. I really think they're worried that's not going to happen. I think if they could hang their hat on it and be convinced that it would actually transpire mm-hmm. – they would have named it the main event already. And anything else they could come up with would be a satisfactory co-main event. I really think that's I think that's it. Well, here's the thing. I'll read it to you off a of paper already. Because, I mean, Home vs. Cyborg, if you really break it down, 
it's kind of a money fight for women, right? I mean, the two biggest names in women's mixed martial arts, not named Ronda Rousey, right now in the UFC. I love both of them, man. <coughs> I would love to see either one of them fight nobody. I mean, Cyborg has this. To see those two fight each other, yeah, like that's you could. You could hang okay. you could hang your hat. I mean, look the at the legacy on that fight. Yeah, like, look that's at the solid. legacy. As long as that fight happens, you're good to go. No the matter what legacy, else you got going on in that car, I think. The legacy hanging in the balance for this fight. Mm-hmm. What about that Holly, I mean Chris Cyborg, they created a title for. Her. She has a 145 pound title and as of right now, cuz Holly Holm is considered a 135 pounder, Cyborg is the only 145 pound fighter in the <laughs> UFC with that title. <laughs> If you technically break it down, I don't know if Megan Anderson's on the roster. I don't know if USADA's going, testing her every week. I don't know. But as of right now, the only thing I do know is Cyborg is the only 145-pound fighter. There we go. You bring up the rankings. She is the only one. Only one there. Jermaine Deronimi's hand is running around like uh, the thing from the Adams Family. Well, she actually has pulled out of her second fight now because of that hand. This is her second fight in a row she's pulled out. But anyway, Holly Holm, the former 135-pound champ, queen, as so to speak, mm-hmm. um, the biggest win in UFC MMA history, honestly, one of the biggest upsets ever. It's right there with Matt Serra mm-hmm. over GSP. Yeah. It's right there with Gabe Gonzaga over Marco Krokop. It's right there with the recently Thug Rose Nama Yunus over Joanna Jerjacek. But Holly Holm dismantling Ronda Rousey. I mean, she is the... Her and Cyborg are number two and number three as far as name value in MMA, right? You would have to think. Yeah. Behind Ronda Rousey. And this is really the fight to see who is the queen of MMA. Mm -hmm. I mean, there is not a bigger woman's fight you can book. And I think when the fight gets closer, people are really going to start feeling that. But as of right now, can that not stand alone as a main event? I mean, out of all the pay-per-view main events we got this year, media, fans, are we really going to complain that Holly Holm versus Chris Cyborg is a I mean, main if event. We, if they knew it was going to happen, how could they not be more excited about that? How is that not the main event? Yeah, I, I mean, how is it not the main event? I think they're just worried it's not going to happen. That was the only reason it wouldn't already be dubbed. I think. I mean, I, I think it will be. Nothing I else mean, makes sense. Nothing bigger is going to happen. You're looking at, okay, the co-main event as of right now on paper would be Khabib Nurmagomedov versus Edson Barbosa. I'd be even more worried about that not happening. <laughs> and then you have, I mean, great fights on the Way card. Way more, like Jimmy Rivera. Ten times more. Jimmy Rivera, Dominic Cruz got hurt. Jimmy well, Rivera is now fighting John Lineker. More. The return of Carlos Condit fighting Neil Magny. You have Cynthia Cavilla coming in against. Man, it's like Charles Dickens is coming back to kickbox. Carla Esparza, speaking of kickbox, what about the king of kickbox and Gokan Saki making his second UFC appearance against Khalil Roundtree? Oh, we didn't play in that. I promise. And then, we, of course, we have Kamaru Usman still waiting on an opponent. That card is dope. It's it's a great card. It's better than most of the pay-per-view offerings we have had all year. It is top five on paper right now. I don't want to hear any more complaints that, oh, you need another fight. G- get away from me. I'm tired of hearing <laughs> about it. <laughs> you spoiled brats. We got great fights on this card. Do we want another blockbuster when you're paying 60 bucks? Yeah, but at the end of the day, if you really don't think Holly Holm and Cyborg Santos couldn't be a $60 main event, then what are we doing? You know, you'd rather see Tyron Woodley versus Nate Diaz? Is, is that what we are? Is that where we're at? Mm. That's what you. That's what we're screaming for? Because mm. we were teased at it's either that or bust? Mm. Get out of my face, man. Tyron Woodley versus Colby Covington would be just as good. If Nate Diaz is Connor or bust, I'm okay with that. Ugh. And while we're sticking to the pay-per-view model, I mean, Dave Meltzer officially reported that GSP versus Michael Bisping, I'm, I'm believing this is only in North America, did a roughly around 900,000 U.S. buys on pay-per-view. Okay, nice. Pretty that good. is very good. Pretty That's good. better than nice. I mean, the UFC doesn't Dude, look I'm like so they're having that worse. I'm my boy, Georges. Oh, I'm so happy. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm so happy that he won that fight. There's speculation Woo! he might not come back after that fight. Woo! He brought me into this sport. I just got to say it again, man. I'll tell you what. That's the greatest story. GSP, There's nothing that's going to top that moment GSP for this year. He brought me in, and I was emotionally prepared for him to not win that fight. But, oh, my God. Oh, man. I mean, we do our year-end oh. awards. Oh, it was so good. Oh. I'm going to tell you right now, GSP oh, is probably my story so of the year. happy that he won and that And comeback match. of the year. And I love Michael Bisping for it, too. Like, it just, it just, sometimes you just have some of these 
competitions that you're witnessing and you form that emotional connection to. Like, that was, oh, I love both of them for it. It's such a great fight. So, boomerangs and felony assault charges? What's going on with today's UFC athletes? Today's UFC athletes, I don't know. But we were we were in Australia this weekend for a <laughs> UFC event for a fight night. Already had Is enough that an controversy. Excuse? First the controversy was supposed to be that Mark Hunt was supposed to fight Marcin Tybora in the main event, but Mark Hunt was pulled because of the statements he made about brain trauma. So Fabricio Verdum took his replacement. Well I don't know what if this ended up fighting him. BTW. Alright, go on. But at the end of the day, Fabricio Verdum is now in the main event, and they brought in Jorge Masvidal and Colby Covington to do like the fighter Q and A, to kind of talk like to fans, do meet and greets, sell the event, Verdum. bring stars for them to meet, and in there, in a ho- in front of a hotel where they were staying, video report showed that Colby Covington and Fabricio Verdum got into an altercation, and I kid you not. I watched the tape, and it was showing Fabricio Verdum trying to go after Colby Covington. And literally, you see Fabricio Verdum throw a boomerang at Colby Covington that bounces off his chest and goes into the background. I mean, I never ever in a million years would have thought I'd say MMA assaults another MMA fighter with a boomerang. This is something straight out of Mortal Kombat. It's special. It's a special moment. I mean, at first I thought it was hilarious. I'm, I'm joking on Twitter. I'm putting funny pictures saying, show me more. I want to see more of this incident and all of that. Until Colby Covington came out on the MMA Hour and had an interview. Because Colby Covington pressed charges against Fabricio Verdum. And this is all stemming back from when Colby Covington was in Brazil. And he called them all filthy animals. Mm. Um, everything that he threw at Brazil while he was in there, called it a dump. This Sao Paulo, all of that. So, of course, the Brazilian Fabricio Verdum is the first guy to really see Colby Covington, and he has retaliated. Now, when the only thing that bothered me was when Colby Covington came on the MMA Hour. Colby Covington, I did see in the video when he was talking on it about the incident right afterwards that he had a little welt under his eye and said that Fabricio Verdum punched him. Now, if this comes out to be true and they have it on video, this hasn't been released yet. This is only something the police have. From what I gather, Fabricio Verdum walked up to Colby Covington and sucker punched him when he wasn't looking. And that's what started this altercation. Hmm. Now, if that holds true, now I love the boomerang part. Don't get me wrong. That was pretty awesome. It It was pretty harmless. It didn't hurt nobody. Made for great TV. Made for a great little thing for social media great mm. gift whatever but if he really did a heavyweight fighter walked up to colby Covington while he was sitting there buried in his phone on the sidewalk in front of a hotel and sucker punched him then you know what fabricio you got to learn how to handle yourself mm. that is dirty mm. i don't care who you are i'm not a fighter but as a human being i can speak on this that is just a dirty move that is mm. just as dirty as filing charges and you know what? If you sucker punched him like that and Colby Covington's filing charges, then so be it. Yeah. I, I, I don't have a problem with it. If you're out on the sidewalks or on the kitchen counters or whatever, you can't. I mean, you're not in the ring. You're not expecting that punch. That's not fair. It's not. It, it's just complete rubbish. I mean, it's just garbage. I don't, I don't like that at all. Now, I'm not going to stick too much on it because we got to see what the truth is. Right. Unfolds. I mean, Verdum saying he didn't, but I don't know. That just looked a little weird. Because, I mean, now when I look back on the video, Colby Covington looked more stunned when this whole incident was going down. I don't know about scared. I, he looked stunned as if he didn't know what was going on. And that, that would make a lot of sense. So, just, you guys got to get your stuff together. And, of course, we went on to an Australian event. It was a pretty good fight night. A lot of people complained it was too long. And to those people that say it was too long, get over it. Your job is to cover MMA, and you're complaining that an event went on too long because a lot of fights went to decision. I thought it was a great night of fights. And if you're complaining about a seven-hour mixed martial arts event, like, what do you do for a real job? Because most right. jobs, you don't work less than eight. Yeah, if it goes to a decision, that sounds pretty dope because it sounds like they were would have been close fights. 
Yeah, but I do want to bring up, of course, I want to reiterate the... Not reiterate, I was going to reiterate Conor McGregor's incident, but we already touched that. I want to talk about, of course, then another mixed martial arts fighter. Now, we don't know the full story on this yet, but Volkan Oezdemir, the guy who was pretty much being all but penciled in as the next title challenger for Daniel Cormier in a light heavyweight division that really needs life support. Volkan's kind of the guy right now through chance and opportunity just because there really is nobody else. Um, it came out that he is in jail because of an, a felony assault charges that was brought against him. And he was brought in. I mean, that's what felony. Mm-hmm. That is serious charges being brought his way. Um, they're saying that it was completely innocent. It was due to a bar fight. I don't know the full details yet. They haven't came out with it. But I do know that whatever happened, supposedly the guy touched his teammate's breast or whatever. Mm-hmm. But Vulcan punched him and knocked him out and i mean the guy said he needed staples and had a concussion from it so mm. when you're a professional fighter and you strike people like that you get in more trouble than a normal person and right. even in general i mean you can't just hit people yeah not in real life look in the gym that's a different story you guys are fighters and in the octagon you men and women are fighters but when you're on the street and it's against the casual joe you can't just hit people. You, you can't. You got to really think about it. There is consequences to your action. Now, I applaud him if the story's true and he was sticking up for a woman who was sounds like she was getting molested. Hmm. But I don't know the full story. I wasn't there. Right now, we're looking at a felony assault charge. So hmm. it's just not a good look. No. It's not. The, the truth shall set him free, but right now it is just not a good look at all. Weird week for MMA. Yeah. Just one thing after the next. I don't know what to keep up with. So, What's this from the Sports Business Journal about the UFC TV deal? Well, the Sports Business Journal is reporting that the TV deals aren't going as well as the UFC thought it would. Not and as much demand? It's being, yes, exactly what it is. It's not as much demand. They're not as hot of a ticket as they thought they would be since the timetable of the Fox negotiation period has been done. Well, Fox, it looked like Fox was going to be specializing on their news and sports deals, Mm -hmm. but those talks have kind of stalled for them, for their other programs to merge with uh, Disney, I guess it was, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All their movie companies and yeah. production. But uh, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I mean, that's what the Sports Business Journal is reporting. Hmm. Of course, they're still in negotiation periods. Uh, they claim Fox was offering $200 million a year. Now, this year they're set at their highest year because it is in the seventh year of their contract. The UFC is set to make $160 million off of TV rights hmm. that Fox is going to pay them to play all their events. Now, they were offering $200 million a year, which is still an upgrade. That's Wait, who offered them? Fox. That's what's being reported from the Fox Sports million Business a year. Journal. Yeah, two hundred million a year. But now, it's not going to pay off that. Yeah, that debt. No. Yeah. Uh, remember, through that debt, when they first bought the company Endeavor, when they the artist formerly mm-hmm. known as WMEIMG, right? They said they were reportedly looking for four hundred and fifty million a year. Yep. Now we didn't believe that number then, and I still don't believe that number. That's just hardball negotiation. Tactics. Yeah, that's that's your starting point. Of course you want 450 but million a year. But when you come you in, wouldn't. you come in at like what, like 40% or whatever? Like that's not that's not a good look. You want to come in, you probably shooting for like 300 million right there, I guess. I mean, I don't know. Uh they're still going to do pay-per-view and with the TV rights, I still don't see how they wouldn't make that money cuz they still have big fights every year. Mm. Um and Connor is eventually going to get back in the mix and they're going to build more stars and blah blah blah. I mean, it depends on how much the UFC is willing to give up. But my other question to the Sports Business Journal is, how do you know? How do you really know what's going on? Do we really know? I mean, I would think these negotiation tactics are hush-hush. It's only between the top executives of whatever company is trying to purchase the UFC and whatever company the UFC is willing to work with. 
Remember, Fox at the end of this last deal came in and swooped in out of nowhere at the last hour and acquired the rights to the UFC programming. Why? Because they came in aggressive, they came in strong, they put together a great strategic effort to go get the UFC. They wanted them on their programming as they were expanding in the sports, and they came in really at the 11th hour. Now, the same thing can still happen here. I don't think anybody really knows. One thing I do know is every time I'm told there's some type of negative aspect over the world of MMA lately, like GSP versus Business being at the Garden wasn't selling well. Hmm. And they didn't think the pay-per-view sales were going to do as well as anticipated. Hmm. Well, about 900,000 pay-per-view units sold, mm. and the third largest gate at Madison Square Garden ever mm. tells me otherwise. So media, get away. Maymac. Tickets weren't selling that well. They weren't doing that good in mm -hmm. Las Vegas. Well, being the second highest gate ever behind Maypac at what, like $55 million nice. to go watch it live? That's upsetting? Get out of my face with this stuff. It's ridiculous. Don't even talk to me if you're going to talk like that. I feel like there's going to be a cable company that now comes out of nowhere and swoops them up. Or a streaming service. Or a streaming service or whatever. I don't think the UFC is going anywhere. <clears throat> I still think they're pulling in great numbers. I still my think guess they have was a Amazon, lot of content. Right? That was my early guess. You guessed Amazon, yes. I still think a cable company and a streaming service is going to get them. I think it's going to be about 50-50. I mean, 50 /50. sports are keeping cable alive, so that seems like I still, a natural look, thing. I still, TV I is mean, dying. As much as I hope Amazon works out so that I seem like some genius prophet, Fox still yeah. seems like the most But think about how many spot. places are still going to need to play TVs mm. through a cable-type program. They can't get... They're not going to be running Wi-Fi through every TGI Fridays to throw seeming services on their TVs no, or yeah. every restaurant and local bar in the, in the world. They're cable not going to be doing that. Cable television is still sports. They're sports going to be. Sports is still cable And I think television. the UFC is in a great position. Now, the only thing I really find interesting in is, of course, UFC expires in 2018, but the WWE expires in 2019. That's the only other programming <laughs> that's coming up as far as like these big TV rights go. Because believe it or not, WWE is a big TV rights. They make a lot of money through TV mm -hmm. and revenue. Now, my thing with UFC and WWE is too bad if I was a cable company. There's a lot of overlap. If I was a cable company, those are the two places I would go for. A lot of loud overlap. The reason being is UFC and WWE has one thing in common. Actually, two things in common. They have a loyal fan base. A lot of hardcore fan A lot base. of hormonal overlap. Yes. And they also are both year-round. Mm. There's no other sports like that. Mm -mm. They're both year-round. Every Monday, Tuesday, you could have Monday Night Raw and Tuesday Night SmackDown. And then, of course, every weekend, Friday, Saturday, or Sunday, whichever one, you have a UFC event. And if Dana White wanted to throw them a bone well, and give them the Tuesday Night Contender Series. Is boxing year-round? Yeah, boxing is year-round. So those three? Well, combat sports in general. But the UFC is the only machine like WWE. Mm. You want to talk about consistent, loyal fan bases. UFC and WWE, those three-letter entities, mean something. Yes. In both of those yes, worlds. They do. Whether it's MMA or the world of professional wrestling. Now, my thing is, like, if I, I'm just saying if I was a cable company, if I was somebody, those are the two products I think I would shoot hard for. Because you would always have a consistent mm. fan base. Now, they both have their apps. You know, the UFC Fight Pass is not nearly as glorified as the WWE Network. No, no, but that's not that's not even a fair comparison. Because it is. It is. I, mean, the WWE, I mean, if the UFC actually put as much content in a pay-per-view dying market but, where half of their pay-per-views just don't sell. But in the WWE... The WWE, I think, has had a long time and built up a really... I think it's a... It's been around a long time. I don't know. I just feel like it's what, built up a... The WWE Network? No, UFC has more programming in their library than you think. Actually, the UFC Fight Pass... Not talking about building up enough content. I'm just far, saying as far as, like, fan bases, I think the UFC is still growing. I mean, it's very been popular for years, but They've now, been but destroying I, WWE and, and pay-per-view okay. for years. I know, but I'm saying but WWE still has those long... I mean... You watch, you know, WWE growing up as a kid, and you still sometimes will watch it here and there. I'm saying yeah. they have a 
fan base that grows kind of with them and then that fan base watches with younger fan bases and then it keeps going and going I think UFC you got to really wait for people to they're still like I don't know growing up to it I think it's still becoming more and more popular I think that it could become you know it's still of course it's bigger than WWE now but I think as far as like having a streaming service like that I think that you're gonna it's gonna take some time to really build up like a really really good base that people are gonna no they don't have enough events yeah that's what it is and they, they have enough events, they don't put enough events on there. Because we're having fight cards every weekend on FS1. And then this weekend we finally got a Fight Pass event, which is a big name. But their lesser events go on there. They only do about four events a year on Fight Pass. Mm-hmm. That's it. I think it might be something to the WrestleMania effect of is on the WWE Network. professional wrestling becoming more nichified and mixed martial arts and the UFC becoming more mainstream. I, yeah, I genuinely believe that and if because the UFC, UFC is more real, right now WWE might be bigger than MMA still, but I think that the, the, the tide is uh, shifting. Well, I genuinely believe you put the UFC's pay-per-views on Fight Pass, like the WWE did with the WWE Network. Remember, WrestleMania is on the WWE Network. SummerSlam, mm-hmm. Royal Rumble, mm-hmm. none of that's on pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. It costs you nine ninety nine to get on mm-hmm. the WWE Network. Mm-hmm. Okay, take St. Pierre versus Bisping. That did almost a million buys in North America on pay-per-view for $60. What if it was only 10 it couldn't beat the 1.5 million subscribers that WWE Network has. Do we really believe that? I think We're going to get to that ubiquitousness. <laughs> I think it will blow it out the park, honestly. Man, we're going to get it in the Urban Dictionary three times for tonight. <laughs> I think it will blow WWE Network out the water if they went to Fight Pass. But, of course, $60 times a million. In order to equal that with $10 a purchase you'd need a lot more buys and having that many people buy it at one time i saw maymac i saw the problems you can have when you have over four million people trying to stream one thing Mm. so i i get it um but we'll see i i still stand firm to my statement that if all their content went to fight pass like the ww network and they just kept one simple tv deal i really think they would blow ww network's subscription service subscribers out the water because I think that what MMA has to offer speaks to the human spirit mm-hmm. more truthfully mm-hmm. than what pro wrestling has to offer. I think pro wrestling has been around so much longer and been able to ingrain itself so much more, but people just need to they need to consume it. I think getting that many fights for ten dollars, I think nobody that even <sighs> likes MMA a little bit will be like the best I'm good. the best form of human competition to witness. That's yeah. what we're talking about. So. Yeah, I think if they really amped up, you know, what they had on, you know, had on the um, fight pass, they could really, uh, you know, draw more fans into it. Like mm-hmm. I was, I'm just reading because I was just kind of curious on, you know, when WWE started their WWE. It was Network. around the same time as Fight Pass. Fight Pass didn't start long after. Well, I was just looking at what what they did, you know, to really kind of give incentives for people to buy it. You know, just curious of like what given some ideas what UFC could do and you know they surveyed people before they you know decided to move forward with you know starting the WWE network to see if they actually would pay for that type of service and I think what's one good thing is that for people that are big fans of WWE they have repeats of like Raw and Smackdown and I think if maybe have everything if you could if you had that incentive maybe of if, if the UFC fight pass they had, do do they have they have pay-per-views? Yes. Pay-per-views yes. When? Yes. All of them. They have every pay-per-view you can watch. You can watch every Pride event. You can watch every Strike Force event. You can watch every Affliction event. RFA, I'm even though you like don't the day, know what it I'm is. I'm saying like they the, have that everything. weekend before. Y'all the can one sponsor that just us if on, you want, bro. The one that just came on, though. Like that weekend or this weekend. No, it's, it's not till later. Just like, well, w, that's the difference. Is the UFC only puts on four events a year live other than Dana White's Contender Series. And the UFC does well in their subscription pass. But could you imagine, let's just take the next couple pay-per-views. Let's take 218 and 219, where people are saying it's not going to move the needle too much. And they were only $10 on Fight Pass. And they're still doing okay on pay-per-view. You know what I mean? They're actually selling pay-per-view still at a moderate rate. See, WWE had to go to the network because their pay-per-view buys for all like their monthly 
pay-per-views, mm-hmm. we're going way down. Yeah, I don't, as I'm saying, I don't think UFC necessarily <coughs> needs to go that route yet. They don't, but could you imagine if they did? I'm just, my only statement no, on I it is they, they would blow the WWE Network out the water. They could, water. but I don't think they need just, to yet. I think they can, that is something for the future. I think they're doing well enough. I think it depends. I, I personally would like to see them take half of their pay-per-views. And They'd offer a lot instead. of things that they want with an element of truth that, they, that the human beast wants mm-hmm. in general. Mm-hmm. Whether it's on Fight Pass or free TV, I just think they should. I really think they can cut I'm down. I'm very half excited their about the future of this sport. So how how soon after a pay per view comes you know comes on TV can you watch it on Fight Pass? You know, month or two. I don't know. I don't know the exact answer to that, but it's it's only a month or two. Okay, it is something I was curious, like something that would really give people that incentive. But they get updated. They have a certain time frame. It's when, when the pay-per-view rights doesn't have any more and they can put it on whatever they so want. I think that would be worth it for the people, like, let's say... Fight like, Pass is still worth the $10 just because of their library. I think alone. if you could watch, maybe watch if the pay-per-view... If you had the time, I mean, seriously, you can make up that money in no time at all. A couple mm-hmm. hours a week. Mm-hmm. I think you can watch would. one classic fight mm-hmm. a week and it would be worth that 10 bucks. It would. Yeah. It would. It really would. Yeah, man. Yeah. I, think I just think they need more original programming for it, but that's... Yeah. That's a different cop podcast. I think my incentive mm. for it would, would, like, if I was looking to maybe buy something like that, would be because, you know, I work a lot. I work nights and weekends for my job, and sometimes that makes it so I can't really watch the pay-per-view live. That if I could watch that pay-per-view, you know, like, the next day or the next week or so, you know, that would make it, you know, more. It'd be nice, but there's also something about the live aspect with it with live sports. Oh, I know. There Knowing is something that you're about watching that. it and experiencing it with yeah. everybody else who cares at live. the same time. Yeah. Yes. There's something about it, especially for the you. big people. That's why I, I can't you. work on them. There, there's something about that live. later that night or... I mean, hey, I skipped MMA events, <laughs> and I proved that MMA is the easiest sport to follow without having to look up things or stay off social media or whatever it's a backhanded compliment though because it means a lot of the mainstream people well for the smaller events i'm not saying like if when gsp beat bisping if i was walking the streets of times square then i bet you people were running out the bar screaming about it yeah because it was that popular yeah so i mean it, it depends but long story short about the tv deal i'm just asking how do people really know yet i don't think everybody knows what's going on behind closed no. doors it's not time to hit the panic button and if it's if a sign into the future every time i've heard negative spotlight on something that feels big Eventually, it came out even bigger than the spotlight that was presented on. It just hey it, hey hey haters. We'll see what happens. Goodbye. What's going on in the world of Bellator, Joe? <sighs> All right, the world of Bellator. Now they've done some things really good. They've been getting a lot of buzz lately because it is Bellator Heavyweight Grand Prix. This is what they're calling it. Oh. I... We talked about that last week. Has mm-hmm. there been some developments? Well, they officially announced it's the brackets. It's exciting and ridiculous. Well, here's but, the thing about it. But I'm very I'm curious. If there's, if, there's news, if there's news seven days later, I'm very curious. Now, I wish Insomniac was here because we would argue about this because I've always been a fan of tournaments. I want to see more tournaments in mixed martial arts. I really would love to see the UFC do a proper tournament. Well, he was kind of a hipster with hater. top stars. So... With one division, you just you pick one division. I don't care what it is, and not not the Ultimate Fighter like stuff they're doing with new divisions like the women's. But I'm talking, you pick a legit top division, whether it's welterweight, lightweight. You give me featherweight, bantamweight. You could even do flyweight, heavyweight, light heavyweight, whatever. You give me one of those legit divisions that is stacked, and you make a tournament out of it. And then you look at the brackets and tell me that's just not awesomeness. Now, here's what Bellator has done. They're calling it the Bellator Heavyweight Grand Prix. I'm calling it the Bellator Openweight Off-Brand Cialis Grand Prix. <laughs> we have some very old men in here. I mean, I love a lot of these guys, but there's The half-heavyweight tourney, is that what we're going to yeah, call it? That's why I'm calling it Openweight. There's more guys in here I'd rather not really see fight anymore than see fight. That, and that's just fact. Guys, I'm not being a hater. I'm just telling you straight up. I love a lot of these guys. When you bring up Fedor Emelianenko, when you bring up Frank Mir. You're worried about some brain damage? Or like, what are we talking about? When you bring up Rampage Jackson, probably one of my top three favorite fighters of all time. When you bring up Chow Sonnen, and when you bring up Big Country. Look, guys, I'm going to look at you and say the same thing. I'm like, I love him, but I want to see him retire. I don't really care about them How worried are you about the health of Big Country? 
Not too bad. Yeah, I didn't think so. Um, he's fighting Mitrione in a rematch. He beat Mitrione in the first match. Well, anyway, they released the brackets. Now, the only thing I'm gathering is they put this tournament together. Now, it looks like these were all fights they were going to put together. As I've been complaining the last couple of weeks, they're not getting the ratings. Now, this thing's a double-edged sword. <laughs> Imagine that. These fights are going to get them ratings. <laughs> yeah. And as, as much as I don't really care about it, like Fedor versus Mir. Some kind of some ratings. Sounds like a big ratings day. And the fact that Bellator added tournament to this, people are buzzing and talking about this thing. Mm. I think it's kind of absolutely ridiculous. But you know what I I'm going to do? I mean, we're talking a Hulk versus Superman kind of thing. Like I'm going to watch this disaster unfold. Yeah. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch it. And you know why? Because it's a tournament. Predator versus Alien. That's I do think the is. winner of this Freddy tournament versus Jason. is going to get some credibility. And this just goes to my thing about tournaments. I think people just relate and love tournaments now if you just put all these in single matches where you have fedor versus mir big country versus matt mitrione king mo versus ryan bader which is an excellent fight by the way which should be for the light yes. heavyweight title yes. but they're fighting in the heavyweight grand prix now and i'm a, and one thing i'm gonna stick to right there with ryan bader now this tournament is supposed to last all year and these matches are supposed to be put on separate times it's not gonna be one card the opening round they're trying to walk a, some lines like, Rampage vs. Sonnen is the fourth match. It's supposed to be on the January, I want to say, 20th event. It's the same night where Bellator's going head-to-head with UFC. UFC's in Boston on pay-per-view. Bellator's free on Spike. And Bellator's card that night, by the way, is very good. I mean, Shell Sonnen versus Rampage, I mean... Not for that match, I'm but... I'm not surprised. I can see how a lot of people are interested in that. And But they have Michael Chandler versus Guidi Yamauchi... Aaron Pico returns, and of course in the main event, Rory McDonald's fighting Douglas Lima. It's just a great, fantastic show. But with this heavyweight Grand Prix, I don't even think the last match is supposed to happen until like May. And then you have your semifinals in what? August or September? And well, they're then, giving time between the fights to sort of give the tourney idea some legitimacy. So if Bader wins... You're telling me Bader's not going to defend his light heavyweight title at all this year in Bellator? And is he going to get his three fights in before the end of the year that he is contractually obligated to by Scott Coker? Scott Coker is supposed to pay Bader no matter what if he fights three times or not. So this tourney does sort of lend some sort of... It has me asking a lot of questions. Incredulity to the whole Bellator setup. Or is Bader going to stay so busy core. that he's going to fight three times a year? I mean, he's going to fight five times this year. I don't know. I, I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm going to watch this thing unfold, and i got to give him credit. As much as I hate a lot of the names in this tournament, i got to give Bellator at least a little bit of credit for creating some buzz. I mean, I'm, I'm very curious to see an MMA bracket situation play itself out. Well, you could watch The Ultimate Fighter. Yeah. But I don't just, want to. Yeah, yeah. Who, who people who, know these names? Does? People didn't know them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody. So, so who's fighting this weekend, Joe? Well, this weekend's kind of weird for us in North America. Obviously, um, there's this a lot on the horizon. But UFC I'm not Shanghai. Sure. Um, now to watch this event on Eastern Time, it starts at three forty-five in the morning. Oh well, I don't sleep. I don't know if you knew that about me. <laughs> Well, but this is I one of those events. I, I don't ever sleep. This is one of those events. If it so, if it starts at three forty-five, I'm actually off this I'm Saturday. I'm a big fan of mixed martial arts. I don't know if you knew that about me, and I don't sleep. So this, I mean, who cares? Well, the thing is, this is on Fight Pass, and like I said, this is one of the opportunities that are going to come up. I'm going to go to bed and wake up normally, and wait till probably get up, drink my two cups of coffee that I need just to get started during the day. Uh, I'll have a lot of studying to do, but there's nothing else I got to do Saturday, so I can flick that thing on whenever I want on Fight Pass like it's Netflix because the spoilers aren't on there. All I got to do is in the morning time until I start the event and finish watching it, which I can fast forward through, mm. all I have to do is stay away from social media and MMA websites. I'm feeling it. an affinity with the universe right now, just hearing you describe that situation. So I can wake up, get plenty of sleep, don't force myself to stay up all night, watch the event, and then go on with my day. It's very simple. And we have a, I, I am, I personally think, I know people aren't really getting real heavy on it. And it's the only fight night that I am spotlighting this weekend just because I haven't had as much time recently to watch events. I've been very, I have two weeks of very intense schooling I'm doing. So I don't have the time to give the MMA like We're I usually do. Grown ups, bro. <laughs> but 
Michael Bisping, like AG, stepping up on three weeks' notice after his title loss. I could have some things to say about this. I'll save it for next week. Flying to the other side of the world. Loves me some Michael Bisping. And fighting Kevin Gaslam in the main event of UFC Shanghai and saving the event. And doing a favor for Fight Pass. Love him. Like I said before, I actually like this fight better than the original with the Anderson Silva. I do. I like this fight better. Yes, me too. I love it. I'm rooting this for This is so much more exciting than Anderson Silva. Anderson Silva's beat, and Michael Bisping is not. But the thing I want everybody to watch out for is the undercard. Now, these are the names I'm going to throw out there that I think are worth watching that nobody just knows yet. I know them. They, they're actually, some of them are UFC veterans, and some are making their debut, but... Li Jingliang is fighting in the co-main event, and so deservingly. This guy is mm. so awesome to watch fight. You mm. will love his fighting style. Up against a Zach Otto. If Zach Otto can't take Li Jingliang down, you're going to see a great display of stand-up represented by Li Jingliang. Wang Guan finally makes his debut against Bruce Leroy. Now, they've been saving this fight and making sure these two pair up for a reason. Why? Because on paper, the stand-up technique between both of these guys, this is fireworks in the making. I love this fight. You guys don't know it yet, but you will be talking about it next week. And then, of course, Muslim Salakov. Remember that name. This is the king of spinning stuff, in my opinion. His last four (laughs) fights have been finished by spinning stuff. You're going to see a fantastic (laughs) matchup with him and Alex Garcia. This is young, fresh talent. And then, of course, on the undercard, Zabit Magomed Sharipov. I'm learning his last night. The first time I watched him fight, he absolutely mesmerized and dazzled me. I loved everything about him. He put on a fight of the night clinic. I can't remember which. I think it was Rotterdam. He was the guy I was buzzing about the next day. I am so excited to watch him fight. And he's fighting on the guy coming in, Shaman Marias. Now, don't sleep on Shaman Marias. This is another young, great athlete. And, of course, my man Chase Sherman, the heavyweight Twitter phenom himself fighting on the undercard. I am always down for a Chase Sherman fight. Look, everybody complaining, saying this is another one of those cards that isn't all that great. First of all, it's not for you. It's for China. We are privileged to be able to watch it from 3.45 a.m. in the morning on air time. Chase Sherman's been liking our man at Jono's MMA, BT-dubs. Guys... Give this card a chance. I don't even know all the other people in the card, but you know what? That's no disrespect to them because I'm going to go into this fight night expecting a great night of fights, and I'm going to give them a chance and opportunity to sell me on them on that night of fights. And MMA is about to blast in the Asian market, perhaps even more, because the only celebrity we didn't recognize from the WMEIMG, now known as Endeavor Merger, was one of the largest stars in that market. Chinese Chinese tennis player. We're going worldwide here, bro. But like I said, UFC cards are usually quality from top to bottom. I don't see how this one's any different. You're going to see a striking clinic put on in Shanghai. But now it is time. This is where we separate the weak from the strong. The strong and the weak. <laughs> Joe Newbauer. At Joe Knows MMA, our resident MMA historian, who this week is among the strong. Very easy for me, for me, guys. I don't know if you could tell earlier in the beginning of the podcast, Holly Holm versus Cyborg Santos is officially going to happen at UFC 219. Look, I've been advocating for this fight. I said I always want to see Cyborg fight a legit The only reason anybody is not excited about this fight is because they they're it's worried gonna it's yeah. not going to well, happen. Like, guess what, guys? I, am, I, feel a, I feel the premonition of a tingle, but I'm scared. This fight hasn't been booked happen. before. It was teased to us earlier this year, but it wasn't even able to happen so it wasn't even in anybody's was hands be real. it was because of usada where cyborg had to clear that thing up which she was cleared for that's why that fight we're talking didn't december happen in february 30th? no no what well, we're talking earlier this year when it was actually discussed they wanted now, home versus cyborg in february this has happened december 30th okay it is official it's signed sealed delivered until okay. i hear an injury till i hear an excuse okay. till i hear anything this fight is going to happen in my eyes now, this is a great woman's fight. I'm billing it as probably the biggest woman's fight in MMA history. I'm down. I love it. I'm down um, of course, excluding a Ronda Rousey fight, but mm. as far as the X's and the O's, it's there. When it comes down to it in history, this might 
be the top. There's even beginning to be a little bit of bad blood. And Holly Holmes never been in a bad, bad blood situation. But when Cyborg called out that the UFC better be testing, or USADA better be testing Holm as much as Cyborg, and Holm blasted back that they've actually not only tested me, but they tested me more than you. So shut up. And there's mm-hmm. there's actually a little bit of a bad blood there starting. Yeah, I like that. From the X's and O's to the real life drama Purity to everything coming together. Like this is the fight that needs to happen. Can't it's go going wrong. to happen. I'm so excited. No more bull crap. Cyborg finally gets the legitimate fight that she needs in her career to solidify her as the greatest mixed martial artist female of all time. I'm excited. I don't know if you can tell. But then, who unfortunately is among the weak? I think lately, I feel like every time I go on Twitter, every time I get on an MMA news website, every time I listen to a show of the media or listen to a podcast, I feel like the UFC's policy of conduct in and outside the octagon. Now, I'm not blaming UFC yet, except for the fact that they have been completely mouth shut about it mm-hmm. i haven't heard anything on the conor mcgregor situation from them yet when conor ran into the bellator octagon and acted like a, right. a idiot pushing a, a a official referee and knocking over a concussed fighter not once but twice and mm-hmm. then slapping mm-hmm. a bellator official mm-hmm. i haven't mm-hmm. heard anything mm-hmm. there's Garbage. vulcan oesdemir i haven't heard anything about that yet about him having a felony assault charge on his record right now and then of course with the Fabricio Redoom I'm still trying to find out if he sucker punched him but even if he didn't sucker punch him throwing him throwing boomerangs at other fighters in public and starting fist fights with him outside of a hotel lobby is not fair to anybody Unacceptable. time to fix your stuff boys I'm out Thanks for coming ringside today, Maniacs. We love when you stop by. Please tell your friends about us. Like, share, retweet, subscribe on iTunes or SoundCloud. There you shall subscribe to our sister production. Better Health and World, where we dig into the health, behavior, comedy, and culture of what is to be a human animal. Follow Jenny Barrett, Jenny's MMA, Gabriel Tim Bellman, and Gabby underscore T, me, Matt Kruger, Jr., and Matthew J. Better. We love you guys and girls. Peace.